is the blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5 live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman and we're back on the blitz hour number two 713-780 ESPN is your number 713-780-3776 also get us on the blitz Facebook page find the blitz click like you're good to go there's Twitter at Fred Fowler F-A-O-U-R at AJ is the real at Aaron is blitz at Degenerates975, you can uh, text the show. You know the number for that. And uh, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ESPN975. So a uh, couple of things. Uh, Houston Media Creek, Fred, did you ever watch Love American Style reruns as a kid? I believe the first Happy Days originated from this show. I remember the song, Love American Style. I don't remember. I would, it was probably way before my time. And uh, the real Kelly Wood says Catherine Hellman was really hot in soap. That was that was a funny ass show too. Um, and ask, did you guys get your autographed JJ Watt jerseys like the we other did radio not. guys? No, they don't love us, and I don't blame. Hey, them. man, yeah, I don't care. They can suck it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't want their autographed or, jersey. Or as uh, Patrick Creighton said on trait on uh, Twitch the other night, they can bleep all the bleeps, yeah. all of them. So <laughs> keep it. Hey, um, can I throw some, uh, something out there for, for the, uh, uh, I want to give the Blitzers kind of first run at this. Okay. Uh, we're going to, sometime in the next few weeks, be hiring someone to help us work on Sports Map Elite. I'll take the job. Uh, I, I can't afford you. <laughs> but if, you, uh, uh, and if, if you're somebody who's got some web design skills, uh, maybe some video editing skills, uh, the ability to edit, know a little bit about gambling, and want to learn from Jerry Bo and me, uh, we will be posting it, but I wanted to tell the Blitzers about it first. So if it's something that you think you might be interested in and you could do, hit me up with an email and a resume and a cover letter at fower975 at gmail.com. Do you really need a cover letter? Uh, just tell me who the hell you are. Yeah. But those... Well, your name is usually on your resume. Uh, no, but why they why they would be a good fit. Now, it's an entry-level job. We're not talking about Hoffman money or anything. But it, you know, it had benefits. It'll be a good opportunity to work with us and... um. You know, we'll be we'll be launching pretty quickly, so you know it, it, it'll start soon. But I know there's a lot of people. It's kind of a good way to get into the business and get into a a business that, frankly, is exploding. And the long term possibilities and the short term possibilities for this thing are really promising. So there, power nine seven five at gmail dot com. Uh, all right, let's uh let's give. Let's give Aaron some rewind material. Framber Valdez returns for your Astros tonight. Yeah, baby. It's on. Um, I, I've got low expectations. Game one. I expect it. I don't know that he'll. How, how many innings do you think he's he's got in him? Well, he did what? Four and a third uh, minor league innings, which probably translates to four innings against a really that, good that's lineup. My guess. Yeah, I, I think if you just get four out of him. Uh, Which and, means it's kind of a bullpen game. Yeah, which is great. Um, but if he pitches into the fifth, I mean, then, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that as long as he's being effective. But I, I wouldn't certainly wouldn't want to see him go more than five innings. So, but uh, hey, at least they've got the guys who looked like were going to be three of their top four starters when the season started going this week. It's true. You got Odorizzi and then Grinky. And although Odorizzi 
what we've seen of him. Eh. Well, when, but I remember when you signed him, you said, hey, this guy probably their third best pitcher. Yeah. And he may yet be. He just, yeah. I mean, it could have just been a bad run. And we guys will have bad runs over the course of the season. And he just hasn't had enough of a run yet. He, uh, he I think, saw a thing earlier where he was talking to Mark Berman. And he basically, you got the audio? Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's hear what Jake Odorizzi has to say. It's not an ideal time. I'm sure a lot of people in Houston don't really care for me right now. I've sucked before I got hurt, then I got hurt. So uh, not exactly the intro I was looking to make, but thankfully I have the rest of this year and some years to come after that to hopefully uh, you know, re- put, it, put myself back in good graces. So, um, you know, it starts tomorrow. I just want to go out and finish healthy, do well, hopefully give us a chance to win. That's what I try to do every time. You know what? I like that. I like that uh, quote from Jake Odorizzi. That makes me feel like I want him to succeed. And I mean, obviously, he, you know, he plays for the Astros. I want him to succeed anyway. But I, I like that. I, I like the self-deprecation. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, what else is he going to say? It's like, oh, well, I came out and uh, got a little unlucky, and then I got hurt. No. And he doesn't blame getting hurt for screwing. Like, no. Yeah, I'm. I'm for that. Okay. So, did we get you a rewind out of that? Yeah. All right. Some of it. Okay, so I got to come up with something else now. No, you're good. <sighs> About, well, I got, I've got some fun stuff, uh, and I've got, but I've got a lot of, a lot of NFLs. Just which NFL do you want? So I, now, now I'm all cognizant of. Oh, he needs something for rewind. What the hell am I going to come up with here? Um, hey, can I do? I, I want to do something though. That this will not be for re, for rewind. Okay, and just. Just going to tell you. Thanks for the update. Uh, I have, uh, I know it was like big news a couple weeks ago that, that lockdown Lena got us to orange instead of red. Yeah. And my, my, I'm not going to get too much into this other than I don't think we should even be at orange anymore. Remember the positive uh, Rona update of the day? Yes. Do we still have the song? Can we do the song one last time? Positive. non pedo Corona update of the day. I'm going to miss that. I remember all those numbers that we used to look at. Yeah. Um, like if the, uh, the average R for the greater Houston area was over one. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's been 0.585 for a while now. Uh, seven day average COVID testing positivity rate, 3.2%. Last month it was 4.7 and that had come down from eight. Uh, last week, on average, 348 new people per day tested positive. Week before, it was 381. Last month, it was 711. Uh, last week, they admitted 70 new COVID-19 patients compared to uh, uh, 110 per day last month. And uh, let's see. The, as of 515, because this thing's a week behind now, they don't update it. 1.9 million doses have been administered. One one million people have been fully vaccinated. I'm told she lowered it. Uh, she reduced it to yellow today. Put it to green. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Well, I don't think I don't think like green means you're like uh, yeah, New Zealand. I'm not worried about it anymore. I'm, I'm done with it. But uh, I, I I I think if people if you say green, people are going to start having like block parties where they're coughing on each other and like mosh pits. Dude, we're already look. We're already got well not full. Minute Maid parks because they didn't sell out. Maybe they will this weekend. But what's the difference? Yeah, I don't if, know. if you if you've done your stuff like like they told you to do, guess what? I mean, 
I'm good I with th- yellow. I, think I, we're I like doing yellow. Fine. I think green would just tell people we don't care. We're we're going crazy, Bubba. And I think that's a bad well, idea. Kind of are. We are. We're Texas is open, buddy. Bubba. Yeah, guess so. And guess what? <laughs> Can we go back to unprotected sex? <laughs> uh, yeah, you got good luck. Good luck. If you can actually get some, be my guest. All for it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I just think it's, you know, everybody, oh, well, Texas opened up. Look what's going to happen. You know what's happened? Nothing. Nothing. I'm all for it. 713-780. Yes, Rizzi says, yes, no more sex with a mask on. For, well, there goes my chances. If I was going to have any chance at all, it's going to have to be because of the mask. So, oh, well. Uh, so, uh, I, I do have some football stuff to get to next segment, okay? And, and Aaron, maybe you can use it. I've got a fun stat about Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a good tease, right? It's a fun stat. And uh, I've, I've also got uh, a couple other things we can get to, including some things the Bills could do to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. Cheat. Yeah. Well. If, like, Patrick Mahomes gets hurt or something. Then probably. Uh, no, there's, like, three moves they could make, according to. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that would make them. Trade Josh Allen for Patrick Mahomes. Um, you might have to throw in a draft pick or two. And a seventh-round draft pick or two. Mm. Deal. Uh, anyway, I have to tell you about uh, Four Roses. You know what? Um, you're not going to be here next Friday, right? No, you know no, I won't be. But you know what? Uh, I will be bringing in here for uh, myself and Aaron. Four roses. Four roses. That's all right. I got some in my office. Uh, I'll just steal yours. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I, the four roses small batch is fantastic. And with Father's Day coming, guys, the, this is a great, great gift. And anybody that uh, uh, anybody you want to take care of for Father's Day, uh, what's the best thing to get them? Alcohol. That's what we always get. Everybody gets gifts around here. It's always alcohol. And people are always asking me, what's what's a a great bourbon. About Four Roses Small Batch Bourbon. And uh, if you go to fourrosesbourbon.com, you can find out about uh, all, all the drinks that they have on there. They, they've got all kinds of recipes for you to put together cocktails. And you can find out where you can pick, pick up your Four Roses. I can tell you right now, go to any of the specs that have it. And uh, they, it's so good. And it's affordable. And it makes a fantastic gift. And uh, they've been at it since ni- 1888, which uh, that's a long time. Fourrosesbourbon.com slash summer. And find out what kind of cocktail to make. Get it for your dad today. Four Roses Small Batch. When I die, I put my money in a grave. I really got to put a couple in a place. Really just left every in a race. I really might tap real on my face. Love CC, let it slap with the bass. You- this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Somebody said, just because you're vaccinated, you can still get the virus and Texas is open because it's run by a bunch of dumbasses. Yeah, you know what your percent chance of getting the virus is after you've been vaccinated? I don't. If you're, if I thought that was a, a no, hypothetical it, it, question. depending on which one you get, it, it's less than four percent, and then it doesn't affect you. And it's like it's like a hundred percent now in like kids twelve to fifteen. So quit, 
you know, stop spreading that crap. That's if just... you don't like it, lock yourself in your house. Exactly, man. You know what the rest of us, you know what we're going to do? We're going to live. We're, we're, we've, we've done our part and followed your stupid rules. I argued you should have been living the whole time. Yeah, well, so don't I. But uh, you know what? We, uh, uh, the rest of us, we're going to go live our lives. Uh, I'm, guess what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm going to go out somewhere. Make out with a stranger. I, if she's hot. Yeah. Or him. I don't know. I, I don't even I don't even care. It ain't your problem. No. It's not my job to do that. But you know, and I know some some people lockdown life is better. And, and because frankly, they they're not very sociable. They can sit there and get on Twitter and, and bang away at everybody and they don't have to face anybody. And so yeah, that's that's cool. If you want to stay home and be in, in your little uh basement in your underwear on Twitter, be my guest. I'm, I'm going to go out and drink with my friends. I might even do it twice this weekend Good just be, you, just man. because I can. I might even go out tonight. And if you don't like it tough, I don't have to see you there. Eat my balls. Exactly. Uh, 713-780-ESPN is your number. So um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, not a name that you would think would come up all the time. Uh, interesting stat. There's been three starting quarterbacks in NFL history that have wins over all 32 NFL teams. Um, I'm trying to think of who had a healthy career in both leagues, uh, or in both conferences. Uh, one of them, I don't think you'll get because people will forget his first team. Uh, you should be able to get the other two. Hmm. I'm going to get, no, not him either. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm trying, cause yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of guys who had like real viable careers, long, long careers. And then maybe wound up someplace else late where they got to beat their old team. Is Joe Montana on the list? Joe Montana, not on the list, (sighs) but you're in, you're in the right ballpark. How's that? Okay. Um, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is on the list. Okay. He's one of your three. Tom Brady will join that list if the Bucks beat the Patriots this year. Okay. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick one of them? No, no, no. He's he's kind of the opposite. Oh, he's lost. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm setting up the Ryan Fitzpatrick gotcha. thing. Uh, <laughs> I, who, who are the other ones? Uh, Drew Brees, which okay. that would have been the hard one because you wouldn't have thought. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he would have had to beat the Saints as a Dolphin. Or as a uh, as a charger. charger, a charger. I mean, yeah. And then uh, Brett Favre. Oh, okay. Yeah, when because he he did. Yeah, he, he beat he, Green Bay with Minnesota. Yep. So, uh, so those are the three. And um, Aaron Rodgers could also wind up on the list if he joins another team and then beats the Packers. No quarterback in history has ever lost to all thirty-two teams, and or, or thirty-one teams. Actually, He's got, he does have to be close. Ryan Fitzpatrick. For as good as good as he is for what he is, not a lot of success. Like, you know, not. not I don't think he's ever played in the playoffs. The guy's lost a lot of games. Well, he's lost to twenty eight different teams as a starting quarterback. Of the four teams that he hasn't lost to, he can get to thirty one. He can get to thirty one this year. Uh, the Packers, Saints, and Buccaneers. Which, if Aaron Rodgers is there, he could easily lose all three of those. Yeah. There's only one team 
left that he has not lost to. They don't play him this season. You'd probably never guess it. One team he's never lost to. Well, there's four. I mean, we're saying if he loses to the Packers, Saints, and Bucks, he gets to 31. There'd be one team left. And I would just guess there's probably no chance he ever loses to this team. No matter where he goes. Is it, is it the Texans? Nope. It's Who's the other team we always talk about? Right, The Lions? The Lions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they won't play them this season, unless it's in the playoffs, of course. Well, yeah. they won't play them <laughs> this <laughs> season. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, I just thought that was that was fun. And you know what? Fitzy's kind of a, you know, he's, he's one of those guys that I think on, on the football team, he might make them a playoff team again. Maybe so. I mean, he, he's good enough. But I really think he's – I don't think he's ever been to the playoffs. Um, well, the Bills didn't make it with him. Nope. They, they went like 8-8, eight and eight, I think. Uh, they made it with Tyrod Taylor. It, and then Tyrod Taylor was hurt for the playoff game. And Yeah, and then te- the Texans didn't make it with him. Because they went, they moved on to Hoyer and those cut those uh, those donkeys. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think he ever has been. Not as a starter. No. But the uh, I'm just that would be kind of a nice thing to have on your resume. Lost to every NFL team. Yeah. That, but at 31 will be a record if that happens. That's unbelievable. That's good. That's hey. Takes longevity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to be around for a long Well, you look at those other guys that have the wins. Right. They're around for a long time, man. So, uh, I'm a li- I mean, I'm a little surprised. I don't know. I'm, I'm surprised that some of these, like, even some of these great quarterbacks didn't eventually lose to. Yeah, except those guys, these guys don't lose much. Yeah, I guess you're you know, right. You, know, you, looked at, you look at Favre and Manning. We, it's what we talked about with Deshaun Watson. Maybe you're not that great if you're losing 12 games. Because in a season where Peyton Manning was healthy, he would never, I mean, after his rookie year, there's no way he ever was losing 12 games. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm just thinking about guys like, I mean, even Tom Brady, like you said, he doesn't, doesn't lose many games, but how many teams do you think he's lost to? Um, Probably not that... Uh, Twenty something, twenty two. Yeah, I don't know. So, but some of these quarter. I mean, he's not the f- first guy who's played into his into his forties. Like, it would does it not shock you that maybe like uh like Mark Brunell is a guy who had a real long NFL career? Yeah, had some good years, had some not good years. Like Mark Brunell's a guy who I could see losing to damn near every team. See, it's that's that's a hard thing to do though. Or Doug Cause, Flutie, because you only like keep in mind there's four teams that you only see every uh, four years, and you know losing losing to them. If you're a good quarterback, especially you're not going worse than two and two against those teams right. generally. But okay, here's here, here's two more names that which I mean these guys are had solid NFL careers, but they played for a really long time and they lost their share of games. Warren Moon. Now, granted, there weren't 32 teams in the league when Warren Moon played. No, but he's got to be up there, right? Uh, because they lost plenty of games and he played for. Ever. 
They did, but they were they were also pretty good with him too. I mean, they they that that was probably their best run. Here's early on in his career, they weren't very good. Here's when, another one. Vinny Testaverde. 21 seasons in the NFL. Pretty much the definition of mediocre NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He had to have lost to a lot of teams. Vinny Vinny was uh Ryan Fitzpatrick before yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick. He was just taller and he played till he was forty four years old. That's crazy. Fitzy could do that. Maybe. Uh, Mark Burnell looked like an old man at the end. Like Mark Burnell on the Jets. Like if you Google yeah. a picture of Mark Burnell on the Jets, he's got like a gray beard. I mean, he he looks old. Um Stephanie says football is over, guys. No, a- football's never over, Stephanie. And AJ, thanks for the recommendation of Tejas Chocolate Barbecue and Tomball. We love it. That's awesome. But football never ends. That's what you need to remember. Mm. There's a there's a country music song about it. It says It's football time in Houston. The road goes on play? forever and the football never ends. Mm. I've heard that song. Aaron, who sings that song? That's that's poetry, man. Which one? The road goes on forever and the football never ends. I think that's actually an A.J. Hoffman original. Oh, well. Uh, see, I, I prefer it's football time in Houston. I hate that song. Uh, yeah, I do too. I'm, all, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, so when we come back next segment, I want to ask you. Yes, I will. We ha- no, we have, a list of the, we have a list of the rudest states uh, in the country. I'm just going to interrupt you right there and tell you about Carbach. Well, that's why <laughs> Texas so we- is on the list. <laughs> Uh, guys, Carbach, a fantastic beer, of course, as you know. They've got tons uh, of variety, uh, whether you want the Love Street, the Crawford Bach, you're, you're into the IPAs like Love, uh, not Love Street, the Light Circus or the Hop Tongue or Hopadillo or Rodeo Clown. Uh, there, there really is something for everybody in their lineup. And if you go to the restaurant, there's something, some stuff that you can't find anywhere else. Uh, I know Lil Cella and Hella Cella and Vive Cella back on the market for the summertime. Great summertime beers, session beers. But let's say you're, I'm not looking for beer. How about that ranch water? Four different flavors, watermelon, prickly pear, lemon, and lime, all delicious and all under one and a half carbs per can. Uh, check them out if you haven't tried them yet. Carbock does a great, great ranch water. You're going to enjoy it. And like I said, get out to that restaurant. Have yourself a fantastic meal. And while you're doing it, have a meal, have have a beer that you can't find anywhere else, but really in the city anymore. Like BBH, maybe on tap, maybe you luck out. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And when you're out and about this weekend, grab yourself some Carbot. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. IoT says, congrats to you, patient parents of 2021 grads. One down, one to go for me. Congratulations. Congrats. Yeah. Where do you get that second one out of there? And then you're, then you're done, basically, as a parent, except for when they need money. Only time I ever hear from them now. 
So uh, we this uh, this they did a study of the rudest states and ranked them all. And here's what they used to measure it. Um, basically, the percentage of rude drivers. Okay. That puts Texas way up there, right? We strong there. Average tip. Okay. I feel like we tip pretty well. Uh, like Texans or you and I? I think Texans in general. <laughs> okay. But I know I do, and I know you do. So, Amount of cursing to customer service agents. I think that's important. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I my wife used to do customer service. Like she worked for a, uh, she worked for a, it, it, she worked for AT&T. I guess it was singular at the time. And it's like people going off on her and she, I mean, what's she going to do? Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand why you're going to yell at those people. They don't know anything. And then how rude the rest of the country finds the state, which I don't really care. What the I rest think of the, the rest of the country hates Texas. So I'm sure we got to, well, um, you'd be surprised. I, I will say this. You're moving to a, a nicer state in terms of... Oh, am uh, I? Yeah. Oh! Now, I, neither state is, is great in this regard, but neither one really sucks either. Okay. Uh, in fact, I would say you're, 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 Nevada's basically the Texans of rude oh, states. We're, we're 25th? 26th, yeah. Okay. Uh, Texas checks in at 35. Uh, and they have these little like colors on here, and we're a slightly darker blue than you are. But I, I'm still a Texan, Fred. I, well, I don't know, but you're not going to be anymore. Um, what what bothers me is somehow Oklahoma is 34 and Texas is 35. Oklahoma ain't got that reputation that Texas has. Hey, man, fuck that. Yeah, you know what? That's like they, when you're winners, that's what happens. Yep. Yeah, that's like the Yankees, stuff like that. Everybody hates dynasties. Who's yeah. number 50? Who's the rudest state? Uh, well, the number 50 state. Would technically be the nicest. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay so because okay. this is the rudest. So here are the rudest states. And well, who's number fifty? Let, give me number fifty first, so I know who who you know who to respect. Uh, number fifty is uh, Mississippi. Hmm. Interestingly enough, you know who uh, you know who doesn't find that place to be so polite? The people who have been lynched there. I can tell uh, you that. And you know what's forty nine? Arkansas. Oh my God! Those are horrible states. <laughs> but they're nice people when they're not. I killing don't believe you. that, man. I've been, I've been to I've spent a lot of time in Mississippi and Arkansas. There's some nasty people in those states, and especially when they get that Coleman milk. <laughs> All right, Arkansas. Oh, that's a that's a there's an error in judgment there. Well, I'll, people in Louisiana are nicer than people in Mississippi. I can tell you that right now. Uh, and Louisiana checks in number forty three on the list, so you know, pretty far down. All right, which is good. You want to be you want to be a high number on this list. All right, you don't want to be number one. Number one. Let's go five to one. I got ten. Okay, ten to one. All right, number ten. Yeah, oh, can I guess? Go ahead. The rudest states. Yes, based on that criteria I gave you. New York. New York is only number four on the Ooh, list. Ooh, okay. Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey, number seven. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Nice grouping. Oh, oh, easy one. Massachusetts. Number two. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. Um, All right, so we got two Massachusetts, four New York, seven New Jersey. Let's stay in that area. Let's go to Connecticut. I'm sorry, sir. Ooh, that's all the Incorrect. List, huh? Okay, okay, okay. But you're, you're, you're in the... 
ballpark. I'll Rhode Island. Rhode Island, number one. The champs? Yes. <laughs> That's the only thing. Well, Rhode Island's the champs of being the smallest state. Yes. And they're also the champs of being the rudest state. I don't know if that, I don't know if this is a uh, compensation thing. That's why they're so rude. But Rhode Island, number one. Massachusetts, number two. Oh, easy one. California. Number five, yes. So you've got one, two, four, five, and seven. New York's four, California five. Jersey seven. So I'm missing three, six, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. Uh, let's go to some some Midwest states. And but the, I'm trying to think of the Ohio number ten. Barely got in there. Illinois number nine. I wanted Midwest states that had high populations. Yeah, because they're more likely to. I mean, like, nobody's rude in Iowa. No, Iowa, not on. Actually, let me let me look up what number Iowa is. Uh, <laughs> now that I'm curious, but uh, yeah, Iowa looks like 39, I believe. So. God, what do I got left here? Um, you, you have number three, you have number six, and you have number eight, hmm. and two strikes left. Two <clears throat> strikes. Um. Oh, how do I say this without sounding like I'm stereotyping a group? No, stereotype them. Go ahead. But I know there to be a certain group, and I'm not saying what the group is. I refuse to say what the group is. But there's a certain grouping of people in this country that are all populated and, well, mostly populated in one state. And all the ones I know are terrible tippers. I think you're on to something. Utah. Ding, ding, ding. Number eight. I'm not going to name the group. White people. Yeah. Just kidding. It's not white people. Uh, Although it's it's, it's it's mostly uh, white yeah. people. And uh, boy, that they were rude at a basketball game last but night too. I'm Shocker. not. I'm not naming the group that I that I know to be bad tippers. Uh. So that leaves number three and number what? Number six. <sighs> Man, uh, let's go Michigan. That would be incorrect, sir. <sighs> One more guess. Number three, huh? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you a hint. If you think about the area of the country that so many of these other ones are in, this one's going to make a lot of sense when you hear it. Uh, Pennsylvania. Virginia. Virginia, huh? Virginia number three. Huh. And not one I would have guessed either. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. So I, I'm, I'm not going to give you the Alex Trebek thing. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't. I, I don't think I would have guessed Virginia. Okay. Right. It kind of makes sense. And then number six is Washington. Really? Washington? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I find the people there to be rather pleasant, to be honest. Uh, they're, they're, they're either stoned or homeless, so I don't yeah. know how, you know. But well, homeless. Homeless don't Notoriously tip. bad tippers, <laughs> homeless people. I Actually, I shouldn't have, I'm not going to mention any groups. But that's another group that's notoriously <laughs> bad tippers. Um, yeah, that was. Eh, eh. I'm not surprised by Utah. I'll just say that. <laughs> no, nor am I. When I and honest, I, that's the only reason that I thought of Utah is because I know a lot of people in that group who some of them don't even believe in tipping. Mm. Uh, someone was asked about Pennsylvania, 17th on the list. Mm. Connecticut was number 11, so that wasn't a bad guess. Okay. They just missed the top 10. So yeah, that northeast area. For some reason, though, like almost all of those, like Maryland's twelve, New Jersey seven, Connecticut eleven, Rhode Island one, 
Massachusetts two, Delaware forty. Oh, Delaware, the, the, isn't it known as the friendly state? I, I don't know if what it's known as. I've only been there once. I went to Delaware Park, and I was really drunk, so I don't remember much about Delaware. But that's obviously Delaware is your, an outlier there. And like our our little block of the Southwest, all pretty much the same too. It's all pretty mediocre. Like thirty five Texas, thirty four Oklahoma, thirty for New Mexico, thirty six for Arizona, uh, twenty four for Colorado. You know, so we're all pretty much in the same same group. And for some reason, the Southeast Conference, people think they're nice, with the exception of Florida and Georgia, who are tied for 18th. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, all the other SEC states. Not friendly. N- no, they're very friendly. Oh, they are? Yeah, because that's how you got Arkansas and Louisiana. Even is Kentucky friendly? Kentucky is, uh, yeah, Kentucky is 46. What about Missouri? Um Missouri is twenty eight. You know where? But see, I, that's an old Big Twelve school, and that puts them back in with these Big Twelve schools that are all around thirty. Maybe so. Yeah, so it's it's a football thing. Yeah, that's probably what we should have based it on. So, all right, seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Somebody says same in Utah, stoned or homeless? Nope. Mm. Or the you forgetting the third group in Utah. Hmm. I'm not naming the group. Okay. You're going to have to guess on your own. And even if you guess it. Yeah, you're not. I'm not going to give it away. Because that would be very bigoted of you. Yeah. And and listen. I mean. And you saw that. I'm obviously being very vague because there's so Mm. many groups in Utah, like specifically organized groups in utah and that, you, you just saw that documentary about murder involving that particular group. no it was, I, I i'm not gonna say i saw a documentary about any particular group or murder uh, amongst them uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes the group is jazz fans you're right they don't believe in tipping all right we're gonna take a quick break it's a blitz on espn ESPN 97.5. ESPN 97.5's Market Scoreboard Report, presented by Texas Citizens Bank. Going into the long holiday weekend, the stock market extended its gains, but the major averages closed off their highs of the session. Maybe a little profit-taking and position-squaring, if you will, ahead of a long weekend in which anything could happen in the cryptocurrency market. And, of course, there's always headline risk when the market's up. Shut down effectively for three days. Now, the Dow up 65 points at the end of the session, 34,529. S&P up 3 to 4,204. NASDAQ up 12 to 13,748, while the small cap Russell, which has been outperforming, pulled back by about two-tenths of 1%. Oil slipped 24 cents as we enter fully the summer driving season, ending at 66.61 a barrel. Gold up 870 to 1907 as inflation data out this morning that it was a function of personal income and spending reports showed an acceleration. Ten-year note yield, despite that, though, dropped back below 1.6% the dollar firm. Personal income down 13%. That's fewer transfer payments from the government. Personal spending up a solid 5%. And Chicago area manufacturing.
remain quite strong. We'll get a host of economic numbers next week. ESPN 97.5's Market Scoreboard Report was presented by Texas Citizens Bank, the official bank of ESPN 97.5. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Hey, now's your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to Sunday night Sugarland Skeeters game at Constellation Field. Skeeters are taking on the Albuquerque Isotopes, and the first 1,500 fans get a Boys of Summer poster. It's also Sunday fun day. So kids get to run the bases after the game. Great tickets start at just $15. Simply go to SugarlandSkeeters.com and pick your seats now. That's SugarlandSkeeters.com at 550. We'll take caller five. You get to see an isotope. Who doesn't want to see an isotope? Our buddy uh, Roger went and saw the El Paso Chihuahuas on Monday. Chihuahuas. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's still a really cool experience to go to Skeeters games. And now that they're... The uh, Astros uh, AAA affiliate. That is a cool little stadium, man. It, it is. It, it, it's fun. It's it's a, a great family experience and highly recommended. Uh, and somebody who calls in at 550 is going to get to go check it out. So uh, somebody asked if the group was Nazis, which... Nope. Uh, although I would say Nazis, notoriously bad tippers. I think so. Um, and probably very rude. Which leads me to our Zadok Jewelers Gym of the Day. The gym of the day. It's the gym of the day. The Zadok Jeweler gym of the day. We go to Cambridge, New York. Fourth route estate on the list. Here's probably why. A high school had to recall copies of its yearbook because a graduating senior, you know, where they put the little thing like favorite book, favorite this, put down his favorite book, Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf. Um, not the, yeah, the, uh, superintendent said he was horrified and promised that editing of the yearbooks would be improved. Uh, the school was consulting with its legal counsel about possible discipline. What? Well, here's, here's the thing. You you can't go Nazi. And I mean, as much as cancel culture is, is getting, is killing off people who frankly didn't do anything. Nazi, you can't go Nazi under any circumstances. Uh, or, or are we far enough removed from it that it's okay to go Nazi? It's never okay to go Nazi. Okay, okay. Um, but, I, I mean, unlike Hitler's actions and ideals, I mean, if someone really likes... I mean, I, I've read Mein Kampf. I read it as part of a project in college. It's boring. But if if someone's really into it, like if they actually appreciate it, then okay. Well, as long as you don't like say, oh, you know what? He's he's kind of right about that, this Jews thing. That fella like that, had some good ideas. No, no, that, that, no. that's a that's a hard no. But uh, as like a an an autobiography or like, and he basically, it's him out outlining his, it's essentially like outlining his ideologies and his plans for for germany it i mean there there is some sort of value to it i guess i just can't imagine again 
I read that book and I was like, what? why did I have to read this? This stupid book. But, I mean, maybe somebody read it and went, man, that's a really interesting book. A lot of people like books that I don't like. Uh, well, okay. How about this? Both of us liked If I Did It by O.J. Simpson. Oh, yes. There's probably people who didn't like that book. Yeah, and I'm guessing if we were high schoolers and in a yearbook put that down as our favorite book, that would probably cause a stir. Yeah. Uh, probably not. Well, because O.J. didn't kill as many as Hitler. No. So there's that. In fact, killed way fewer. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I do understand the importance of, of reading stuff like that. To mainly so we get a sense of history and why you know what this guy's where this guy's head was and what he was trying to do and yes it was a boring ass book I had to read it in college I don't remember much about it other than uh, you know I I would sleep through it but you know my favorite book of all time is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams and I guarantee you when the aliens get here and read that then you know it's going to get banned yeah they don't want to be char- characterized like that. Is, is characters we make fun of, so that's uh, things change. But I, I think it's I, I think it's I don't want to say it's an overreaction, but my guess is some high school kid saying, "What's your favorite book?" He was trying to be a funny guy, or he's just a scumbag. That's my guess. Or he was because he's from New York. He was being yeah. rude. <laughs> that's true. Possibly. Yeah, I think it was just somebody trying to be funny and. You know, the teachers look at that and go, oh. <laughs> 713, the only book I've ever listed on my yearbook is Jesus Just Left Chicago by Fred Fowler. Well, some people would be offended by that book, I suppose. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, there have been some people offended by it. Um, Some people didn't like the characterization because they thought, uh, you know, sometimes people actually take you literally. And think that your character is you're really talking about Jesus. And it's kind of like, uh, well, you know, it's kind of open to interpretation. Yeah. That was sort of the point. That's okay. And some people didn't like the Boudreaux scene. Thought that was over the top. Kind of the point was to do something completely over the top. But that's okay. You know, there's still some fun stuff in there. There's still some sense of humor stuff. I think it's doing fine. Valzeril says Flowers for Algernon is an all-time favorite book. That's a good one. You know, that's, that's one of the few that, that I had to read in college that I actually liked. and Because there were so many things that they made us read that, oh, Faulkner's the greatest. And it's like, and, right. yeah, and you just read this stuff and you're like, God, okay, I get that this guy's, like, you know, like Hemingway I liked a lot because Hemingway had more of a journalistic style of writing and didn't bury you with 40 pages of description of things. And yeah, but otherwise, like Catcher in the Rye was pretty good. But there's a lot of that's a controversial book too. A lot it of is. people hate that book. It is, but it also, you know, that's one that I didn't mind having to read. But what's in, what what I found weird is as much as I had to read a bunch of English books uh, for you know for my degree, like I got my minor in philosophy. I enjoyed those. Like I enjoyed uh, reading Machiavelli. Uh, you know the the whole Prince thing, which is. And again, another very controversial book about being the man behind the power, but also very good in pretty much anything from Plato. Um, I, I, I found a joy. I still, I'll still go back and read um, and read Plato and Aristotle sometimes, just to, you know, because I just it, it just seemed like 
that generation, especially those Greek philosophers, so much farther ahead thinking wise than where we are even now. You know, but that's just me. Somebody said, did they still put favorite book in a yearbook? That's a pretty good question. Why would you? Why would it not be favorite Netflix uh, series? Yeah, that would make more sense. But although I, that's probably not going to look good in the yearbook. Uh, well, it depends on. I mean, you could you can always go with The Witcher. That's pretty safe. Nobody's going to judge you for that. Have you ever wondered, like, so the guy that that was in charge of Germany before Hitler was a, a guy named Hindenburg, and he was an old man, but he was the he was the boss. And he was like, he's the guy who kind of started the whole Nazi bit. And then he died. And that, like, Hitler was his second in command. And then World War II cranked up. Do you think if that guy would have lived, like, five, ten more years that maybe, like, we wouldn't even know who Hitler was? Or we'd think of him as, like, a secondary guy, like like Joseph Gables or something like that? Um, I don't know. I think, uh, and I went... Have you watched that Hitler Circle of Evil yet? Oh yeah, yeah, that's fascinating because you get you get a sense of um, how monstrous all these guys were. I, I kind of feel like there would have been another Hitler out of that group because some of those guys were every bit as bad, if not worse. Than yeah. Him. Have you seen that, Aaron? Oh yeah, and I mean, people are going to take this out of context. Hitler monster, but the real monster was Himmler. Yeah, Heinrich Himmler was the most demonic person probably to ever walk this planet. And all he did, like, yes, everybody blames Hitler for the Holocaust, which rightfully so, but it wouldn't have been a tenth of that as bad as it was had he not handed it over to Heinrich Himmler and gone, here, you figure out how to do this. I want these people gone. Yeah, I highly recommend, if you haven't seen it, uh, I think it's Netflix, uh, but Hitler's Circle of Evil. Yes, it is. And... It it gives you the backstory on all of the key members and how they were infighting and trying to gain favor with Hitler and gain power. And, I mean, it, 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 don't go into it thinking you're going to get an understanding of why they were what they were because it's kind of like uh, kind of like in Dark Knight. Some, some men just want to see the world burn. And it was just, uh, it was really well done, but it's, it's not something you're going to feel good after you see it. You know, it's one of those you're going to see it and you say, you know what, I probably don't need to see this again, but you're going to learn a lot. Yeah. And, and it's worth checking out. That, the other thing, too, worth checking out if you're, you're interested, um, a friend of mine gave me a book on, uh, called Blitzed, ironically enough, that's about how the, uh, the German soldiers were all on meth during the Blitzkrieg. Yeah. And it's fascinating how they had them all drugged up. And uh, that it's not World War II in color. It's like greatest moments of World War II in color. Uh also, fantastic documentary. If you get a chance to see that, don't get it confused with World War II in color. But it is all about what was happening in Europe. And, I mean, I learned so much from every one of those. Like, I didn't realize the French had a better army than the Germans when the war started. They were considered, like, the best army in the world. But they were all fatigued from World War One, And then the Germans hit them so fast that they didn't know what happened. And all of a sudden, it all flipped. I think my favorite what-if question for history is not... Would somebody have replaced Hitler's? What if Germany was allowed to win World War One? There wouldn't have been a Hitler or anybody else that's because true. they would have been a superb economy and been the top of the world. And well, and that's that's a big point. Then there's that, no call for a guy like Hitler. That's that's a big point that they made in that uh, uh, greatest moments of World War Two is it really started when they imposed such 
ridiculous sanctions on Germany after World War One. Who had a Nazi Germany history on our list of things to discuss today? Not me. I, I didn't either. How'd that come up? I, I don't know. <laughs> I could talk about uh, uh, World War One, World War Two. I, I do. I love World I War Two history. I, I do too, man. Especially World War Two airplanes, man. You want to get me started on that? I'll, I'll talk for hours. No, I know you don't want to. Get, I know you're shaking no. your head. Don't get me started. I mean, on I that. could, but I, I've been getting more into World War One now because I like the idea that if World War One doesn't happen the way it happens, World War Two is never a need. I think you guys should uh, have this discussion on a text. Hmm? <laughs> you guys should text each other about uh, this. No, P-51 Mustang, greatest uh, fighter jet, or fighter plane, excuse me, of World War II, actually flew against jets in the Korean War. That's how good it was. All right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. ESPN 97.5.